Hi, and welcome to the Free to Be Authentic podcast. I am Durga Magneta. I am an intuitive coach, an empathic healer, a teacher, and an author. And for over 20 years, I've been helping people just like you find more peace, tranquility, and empowerment. So take a nice deep breath, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining me for this week's episode, Learning to Know the Difference Between Ego and Intuition. And there's no more perfect time to create a podcast like this one. I'm going to teach you the difference, and then we're going to have a guided visualization meditation so that you can get a better kinesthetic sense of the difference in your own body and mind. And this should really help you as far as your stress levels and the things you're concerned about right now, you'll get clear on them. Last week, we overcame the shadow self. It was a very powerful episode. So I hope that you enjoyed that one. So there's going to be two basic parts to this and then one kind of miscellaneous part to this that I'll explain to you later because sometimes this stuff can get really tricky. So your ego or your logical mind is going to take new information and put it through a Rolodex of pre-stored information and it's going to try and compare it to other things so it can try and understand it better. So the ego is always trying to understand things so it can feel more in control. The problem with that is that a new situation isn't always like the old situation and the same outcome isn't necessarily going to happen. So this mechanism is, is based on the theory that if it looks like this, then the same thing's going to happen with, with the situation that looked similar to it. And I hope that's not too confusing. It, it tries to categorize things with uh, familiarity. And, and if you can imagine that, it's, life, doesn't, life isn't that simple right? in that way. So it also says that whatever outcome you happened with a similar experience is probably going to be the outcome you've had with this one. And if the other experience was a painful one, it wants to protect you from pain happening again. So this causes worry, this causes fear, this causes apprehension, and really 99.9% .9 of the time, all of these negative emotions are not based in reality at all, and that's actually not the way this is going to turn out for you. I have to be honest with you is that if I'm successful at diffusing the ego's process of recognizing new things in the process it goes through with worry and stress. If I can diffuse that in my listeners, I'm actually not going to have any more clients. <laughs> and in a way, I'm really happy for that because I actually want all of you to be free from that. We have these amazing lives and they are just muddied by unnecessary worry and, and apprehension. And it's, it's very hard to watch. One of the things I hear a lot of you say is that that's, that you just believe that that's the way you are. You're a worrier, right? Am I right? You just, my mind worries, and then you just say, well, the worry's there. I'm going to go on that ride, and you feed it, and you give it energy. And you have to realize that, that in that moment, it's actually a choice more than you realize. I'm going to help you, help to retrain you so that when that fear and that panic comes up, you center yourself and say, is this real? Is this really something I need to be concerned about? What is the problem? So then you can articulate the problem itself that you don't have the solution to, that you're worried is going to be all these terrible things. And then you say, well, what is the solution? So then you put the solution out 
almost like an intention. You kind of put it out into your own energy field. And what that does is it's like a spiritual law that when you give things to the divine, the divine takes care of it for you. And how the divine takes care of it for you is you do have a solution to this that is probably different than the last time you experienced it. And it probably is not bad at all. It's probably very good. Because life does perpetually keep getting better in that way. And once you really learn this, you can shift gears out of this, this uh, toxic way of processing information. So the flavor that the ego puts on new information is uh, judgment, self-righteousness, doubt, and just, just all around negativity. Right? So you have this new thing that comes up and the ego is going to be really judgy. And, and the fear is, is almost like panic. So you have a lot of fear, a lot of judgment, a lot of apprehension. That's what the ego is going to do with new information uh, often. That happens often. The intuition, on the other hand, is a much softer voice. And it's more of a feeling. So this is tying into the exercises I had given you previously to learn to center, to to find that zen-like state and increase your intuition because if you drop from your thinking center to your feeling center and you feel through your answers, a no coming from your intuition is going to be, again, just energy that isn't just, it falls flat. There's no energy going towards anything. If you feel through it, if you feel the light or the lack of light as far as this question or this thing that you're, you're trying to pursue, an intuitive yes is going to be Lots of energy, excitement, and inspiration. I feel good about this. My heart, I feel good in my heart about this. My heart is telling me that this is going to be good for me. And so it eliminates the devastating anxiety, panic, and worry that accompanies the egoic process of decision making. Now this does take practice, especially because you're so used to doing things differently and, and allowing your the ego mind to really control your life. You're really allowing it to control your life. And it's time to take your power back. And it's time to create a new process so you can enjoy the gift of life that you've been given instead of being trapped in this dark state of being worried because you don't know what's going to happen. So it's definitely time to shift gears. Way too many of you are suffering unnecessarily. And it's hard to watch. But I'm also really happy I can help you with it at the same time. I'm going to also talk about this little shade of gray that happens on occasion to where when I teach intuition development, I really only work with the heart chakra up to the crown and even above the crown. My experience is that when I read things through the lower chakras, it's more of a survival, raw, animal, instinctual kind of a read that can can be not really at the level that I like to work at. So I don't usually use those chakras to read information. I stay at a higher level than that. I'm going to give you a little example of a little personal example of this other thing that can happen to you. And I, I know that it does from, from reading with many of you. So I had a, a tattoo that I wanted to get and I thought about it for a year and I Googled tattoo artists in my area and this lady came up and I just felt like it was fate. I was like, this is it. This is the lady. This is all meant to be. You know how we think. <laughs> you know how I think. 
And so I, I bookmarked her. And when I was ready to take the plunge, because I like to think about, you know, these types of things, I like to really make sure it's something I want to do. Obviously, it's permanent. And so I was ready to do it. And I reached out to her. And I kept getting all these red flags, like she was really being uh, unprofessional. She wouldn't talk to me. She, she acted like she didn't have time to have a conversation. She charged $100 more than the average going rate per hour. And she just wanted me to give her money without talking to her. Anyways, I won't get you into the drama of that. But I was like, well, this is meant to be. But then something in my gut and my lower shockers were saying, no, this doesn't feel right. This is, she's, do some research on what she should be charging. This is really a lot. So I felt like, well, this is just my, my ego against my heart because I know she's the right one. And really my lower shockers were telling me, hey, something's wrong here. This is not someone you want to do business with. It's really poor customer service, which I can't stand. And then if you're going to drop a bunch of money on something, especially that kind of money, and it's a permanent thing on your body, I want a conversation with you. Really, is that too much to ask, right? Not, you know, not in my book. And that little bit of panic coming from the lower chakras and all the questions and just feeling like we just weren't going to connect and that she really wasn't into what she was doing. She just wanted to get paid. And that propelled me to do some research and find other artists. And I found the right artist for this project. And it was the price I wanted to pay. And it was the right vibe, and it was the better better customer service. And that is a rare shade of gray where your instincts say something is wrong here. And when that happens, you're going back and forth. You feel like there's this conflict between your heart and your head. And then you have all these questions like, hey, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't sound right. Am I just judging her? No, something isn't right. So... That's where it gets a little tricky. I think you've all had experiences like that. So when that happens, something is warning you that something isn't right, but it doesn't come through in the clear way that the intuition usually comes through. So you need to use discernment. You need to stay centered. And even more importantly than that, realize that because you're being spiritually guided, you're really not going to make a wrong mistake. I understand that it seems like, well, We've been allowed to make all these other mistakes, but that was for your growth, for your evolution. You you know, you hang out with people who aren't healthy for you for a little while, but it gets you healthy. But something like this, you're not going to be able to make the wrong mistake. I mean, you'll always make the right decision, even if it's just a detour. Or you need a few more steps to get you there. So we can all relax and trust that we are being guided and not worry about it so much, but if you're in a state of spin-out panic worry, you're just wasting your energy and you're not solving any problems at all. And you don't have to do it. You just have to realize that you're doing it, center, and make a different decision. I am going to give you another personal example because I don't mind doing that. Um, just for um, you know, stuff and giggles, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning the other day and something said, do you realize you haven't filed your taxes and you're right up against the deadline? And the biggest fear came over me like like I was about to get murdered. It was such a deep fear. And it was just like I was right about to be at the point where I was going to spin out, you know, like the old days with the panic attacks and stuff like that. And I realized that it was just a test from my soul saying, hey, you got a choice to make. Are you going to spin out? Are you going to stay up now? 
all night long because your taxes haven't been filed yet. And I knew it and I stopped and I woke up in that moment and I said, I'm not doing this. And what I did was I, I found my center and I, and I spoke to my guides about it and I said, please let me know how to proceed. Are the, these particular people going to help me with my taxes or do I need to very quickly find somebody else to do them for me? And then this sense of peace came over me and it said, we'll make sure this gets done. And this was Sunday night. So Monday night, I called the office and sure enough, I got everything confirmed and everything was ready to go. But that moment of panic could have really just knocked me down for a while. I could have, I could have allowed that to happen. And that's where it's a conscious choice. And it was a very strong impulse to spin out, very strong. And it's beautiful to know that you have a choice, right? So when I calmed down, and I connected to my soul and I connected to my spirit guides, I saw and I felt that it was okay. And then I got clear on a solution. So we need to be more solution oriented. All right, let's get ready to meditate. Just a few minutes. Start in a nice seated position. Take your breath deep. Take a pen and a paper and write down something that is worrying you in the form of a question, something that's worrying you, that's heavy on you. You can even just write the topic, how am I gonna get through this? What's gonna happen with that? Am I going to X, Y, and Z? Okay, and then let it go. So you have your question, and when you put the question out, it actually creates a magnetic pull to, towards the solution. And if you look towards the divine and towards your soul for a solution, you're gonna get the highest level solution. Now, things are gonna work out for you regardless. Grace is gonna catch you in every step of the way. And you're gonna be fine. What we have control over is how we choose to see things and how we choose to experience things. Come into a centered position, drop down from your head to your heart, feel your body and breathe. I'm gonna set a deep intention that in the midst of worry, panic and concern, your consciousness wakes you up and gently shows you that there's another way to be. With this, you'll start disconnecting and stop feeding that those neurological patterns that just spend you and waste your energy. May you wake up in those moments and realize that you are loved and guided by something much bigger than yourself and that there is a divine solution to your problem. And then the question turns into, how am I going to move forward? What's meant for me? Come back into your center and breathe. Because you already have the answer sitting right in your heart. And I'll go over this information as many times as it takes to really help you to transform out of this way of being into more authenticity. What authenticity means is that you're living in your light. 
and you see your life through the eyes of love and grace because love and grace is ever present you can find it anytime you choose to see it we're going to look through the lens of being solution oriented rather than problem oriented you always look for solution divine solution let that really ground into your cells make a deep deep commitment to yourself to make it a practice every day that when the fear and the panic come up you recognize the problem you ask for the solution and you center yourself and allow that answer to come back to you allow your heart to tell you what the answer is Take another nice deep breath. Come back to the present moment. Whether you got your answer while we're meditating today, or it's going to come to you when you're brushing your teeth, or washing your dishes, or walking your dog, that answer is finding you. So now we bypass the need to worry because the worry is not solution oriented. The worry is not going to help you. Please stop being a worrier. It's a waste of a precious life. And it's not talk about not serving you. All right, come back into the moment. Put a smile in your face. Take your power back. Next episode, we are going to talk about boundaries with toxic people and to be more empowered with that process. I'll see you all later. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, there's a Patreon button here on the site, along with incentives for subscribers. Please share this with anyone you feel may enjoy this. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please shoot me an email at freetobeauthentic at gmail.com. If you would like to book a private session, please go to freetobeauthentic.com. There's a new client special button that will save you 25% on your first session. I'll see you next time.